In the name of the Father, and the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the fourth Sunday of the blessed month of Tut. And this gospel is from the book of St. Luke, chapter 7, verse 36 through 50. And it's about this sinful woman. We have an icon at the end of the back of the church who was not invited to the house, but she cared for her salvation, for her repentance, came in no matter what people may say about her, but she came in from behind of our Lord Jesus Christ and started kissing his feet and anointing them and wiping his feet with her head, hair of her head. Our Lord Jesus Christ came for those, for the sinners. He said, I came for the sinners, not for the, the righteous. The sick who are in need of a physician, not the healthy ones. So if we feel we are sinners, let's rejoice because God came for us. If you feel you are righteous, well, think again. Because the example that our Lord Jesus Christ gave to Simon solved this whole problem. That yes, some people have debts very small and some people have a bigger debt. But both, they cannot repay. Even if we are righteous, we are considered still sinners. We cannot repay. Can we save our own selves? We cannot save ourselves. If we could have, or if there was even a slim chance for human being to be saved on their own, God would have maybe just ignored the whole idea of salvation, incarnation, and coming down to earth and be crucified, and the whole thing that he did in order to save us. So no matter how small or how big your debt, and I'm talking about debt here as sins, it cannot be repaid from our own. And that's the example or the parable that our Lord Jesus Christ told Simon about. Because Simon looked at himself and right away made a comparison between himself and this woman. And she was well known in the whole city that she's a sinner. And God, our Lord Jesus Christ, should have known also that she's a sinner. How would he allow her to touch him? She's a sinner. All this happened in his mind. He didn't say it out loud. But our Lord Jesus Christ perceived. He understood what Simon is thinking. And right away he gave him the, the parable of the two debtors. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me therefore, which of them will love him more? The answer was correct. Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. A 
And he says here, our Lord Jesus Christ, a very important thing that we need to learn today. Therefore, I say to you, her sins, which are many, yes, we agree that she's the most sinful in the whole city, and you're righteous, but both of you are debtors, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much, for she loved much. When she came in, she didn't do prostration, she didn't do a prayer, she didn't ask for forgiveness. What she did, she offered love by weeping, by the fragrant oil, by wiping with her hair of her head, the feet of our Lord Jesus Christ. She didn't open her mouth. She came from behind because she was afraid from the people that she might be kicked out. Because for she loved much. We need to learn this. We need to do actions and good gestures of love towards our Lord Jesus Christ. Forget about giving the poor. I'm not saying don't give. Give the poor. But what do you give for our Lord Jesus Christ himself? As a kind of love loving him personally what do you do this woman came with very expensive fragrant oil she poured it on his feet she poured it she wasted it basically and if, if you want to wait to to see the the, the 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 rest of the reading that judas says this could have been sold and given to the poor given to the poor and Jesus said the poor are always with you I'm not there always with you she did it for my burial she did it for my burial for she loved much let's ask ourselves what do we do to show our love our personal love to the person our Lord Jesus Christ directly to him what we do to him we could have been we we are like maybe simon inviting him to our churches to our homes but we feel righteous we are doing him like a good gesture of coming you can come you can stay we can offer you food but nothing to his person Nothing to him directly. Nothing that our Lord would say, for she loved much, for he loved much. Love covers a multitude of sin. Love covers a multitude of sins. We need to show our Lord Jesus Christ that we love him. You shall love the Lord your God from all your heart, all your mind, from all your strength. That's what we need to love him. Sometimes we do things we think this is loving our Lord himself. While we are doing something else. Maybe by praying, fasting. This is, that's what we need. 
Do we love our Lord Jesus Christ while fasting and while uh, praying, while giving? What's for his person? What is it for him that you show that you love him? We need to ask ourselves because this is very important. This can help us receive forgiveness right away because this woman, when she came, she didn't ask for forgiveness. Our Lord Jesus Christ looked at her love and he granted her the forgiveness of her sins. On the other side, we saw Simon who looked down at this woman. We don't want to have this eye of judging, comparing, uh, sorting people out, signaling people or just uh, we, we, we point fingers. He's a righteous, he's a sinner, she is. This is, the Lord says, you can't do that because in the end, we're all sinners. No matter how big or how small your debt is, we still cannot repay. We need to learn from this woman the language of tears. How many times we can stand before God and we find no words, speechless. We can't say any word. But our eyes are tearful, full of tears. That when God looks at our eyes and the, the, the utterance of, or the groaning of the Spirit within us, He would grant us the forgiveness for our sins. Yes, you can speak eloquently. You can pray with words that's not ours, not yours. And you think this is went to the ears of God. Well, our eyes are so rigid, has no love, no compassion, no seeking of forgiveness or repentance. We need to learn this language of tears, that when God looks at our eyes before he looks at our words or hears our words in prayer, he would say, yes, this woman didn't speak. Tell me if this woman opened her mouth in this gospel. Nothing. She didn't open her mouth. Her tears and the hair of her head and the smell of the fragrant oil. Those are the languages of love. And what she got in the end? Forgiveness of her sins. We teach our kids how to pray and how to be eloquent in, in prayers, and what to memorize and what to say. It's good. But there's a deeper and meaningful language, the language of tears, asking for forgiveness with tears of eyes. We need to love our Lord Jesus Christ, not by words, but by our deeds and actions. This, and also a week before, we saw Zacchaeus learn the same way. Our Lord Jesus Christ was not invited to Zacchaeus' house. Zacchaeus didn't say, oh, what he expected, it was for him to see Jesus, who he was. But our Lord Jesus Christ said, Zacchaeus, come down, for I must go to your house today. 
So Jesus basically invited himself over to Zacchaeus and Granta. But look at the language of love that we saw in Zacchaeus. That half of my possessions I will give to the poor. And if I have collected anything by false accusation, I will repay back four times for false. That's what he did by giving. Changed. Changed. This is the fruit of his repentance. The fruit of his repentance. We can't repent by words and keep our actions the same. You see, we go for confessions. We go for confessions a lot and asking for the forgiveness of our past sins, knowing that we, when we will leave Abuna's office, we're still going to go and re do it again with no change. Repentance, repentance requires a complete change. That's repentance. So if we just tend to confess our sins, but we're going to redo and do, keep doing it. We need to be like Zacchaeus who changed completely. Half of my possessions I will give. Minutes before he said that, he was so loving to the world and to the money and to everything in the world. Right away when Jesus entered his heart, not his house, his heart, the love of money just vanished. Start to give instead of receiving. This woman today, she has different way of expressing her love. We need to learn. We need to learn. If we pray a lot for forgiveness and it's not working, find another way or a different language to express your, the, the, your repentant heart. Knock more. Use different language. But the easiest way that is fulfilling or it's according to God's heart is the love, language of love. By giving him, by spending more time with him, just for him alone. We can be in the service, doing everything. Giving to the poor, teaching Sunday school, uh, all kinds of services. But my heart is far away from him. Nothing personal with him. I have no touch, no relationship whatsoever with him. There is a saying in Arabic, we say, من أولها كده إيه بنخدم البيت مش رب البيت. يعني we serve the house of God, not God Himself, when we serve. Now, we all have to develop this relationship, a personal touch with our Lord Jesus Christ, the loving uh, relationship with Him. And this woman is a great example for us that we need to learn from her languages of love. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. Oh,